It's the return of the tweaker. Left arm orthodox Ajaz Patel not only joins the Black Caps for the first test and hopefully the second against India starting on Friday, he also joins us here at Radio Sport. Welcome back, Mr Patel. I trust you well. Yeah, very well, thank you. Tell us about um, um, the reselection again. You must be absolutely stoked on it. Yeah, yeah, it's very exciting to be back in the environment and um, back in the Black Caps squad, so... Yeah, I suppose it's against India as well. One of the best, uh, I suppose, well, they are number one at the moment in history, aren't they? So it's a good challenge and they're a very good side. Is that something, being Indian-born yourself, that you really treasure, the fact that maybe to rip one back at them from uh, the other side of the world? <laughs> um, I suppose so. Uh, it's, it's always it's always exciting. I guess um, any creating nation loves to play India, but I, I suppose I've got a little bit more to kind of show them. Could, could you involve yourself um, in sledging on the pitch, and can you do it in a native tongue that no one about to hear? Um, no, I'm not much of a sledger, but yeah, I can speak the native tongue. So if they sledge me, I'll know about it. <laughs> and and if they sledge all the rest of the teammates, to know about it too. You get an insider trading there, Ajaz. Yeah, definitely. I can I can let the boys know what the plan is. <laughs> so tell us about the the recall. How expected it was. What the phone call was like. And what's expected of you? Um, to be honest, I, I wasn't sure how it was going to pan out, uh, but we've got uh, Plunkett Shield coming up in the national domestic competition as well. So I was just getting myself ready for that, and it was quite a pleasant call. I got a call from Gary Stead, um, who said I'd been included in the squad, and I suppose the kicker was the fact that I was the only spinner in the squad. So it's, it's quite exciting, um, and it's a great opportunity for me to kind of you know get back in the environment and, uh, I suppose, show what I can do. What did you take out of all the other times you've appeared for New Zealand uh, and and how you can, I suppose, improve on that this time around, eh, Jazz? Um, I think, I think obviously, I'll, I'm still going to try and do things my way and still try and continue to play my game. Um, obviously, we all know that New Zealand conditions are a bit different to the subcontinent, but I suppose at the same time, I've got to make sure I make those adjustments and uh, I've bowled a lot in domestic cricket over here, so I... I know roughly what I need to be doing, and it's just making sure I'm doing it for long periods of time. Is the the deck going to encourage or, or give you much assistance? Do you think? Uh, I'd be very fortunate if it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I uh, admire your honesty, mate. Yeah, but no, I mean we all know that in New Zealand we don't get too many wickets that turn a lot. But in saying that, uh, there's other ways to get wickets as a spinner. Um, but at the same time, I suppose for me, my bread and butter is still trying to spin the ball. So. I'm still going to be putting lots of revs on it and try and see if I can get something out of the service. So, so short of, of not being able to get the revs that you're after, what are the other ways you're looking to prize these guys out? Uh, patience is a key in test cricket, I suppose. Even if it's turning, uh, you still have to be patient, and, and that doesn't change even on a surface where it's not really turning that much. So I think we just got to uh, persevere and, and allow the batters to come at us. And we know that the Indians are, are quite positive against spin bowling to start with, so that might actually... You know, a few loose hands and a few wrong shots might actually play in our favour. We're just going to make sure that we've got the right field set and we're just constantly challenging them in a good area. They're going to come at you, eh? They're going to want to dominate as fast as they possibly can. And so you're going to have to be as parsimonious. And that's something, I suppose, that is in nature, especially when you look at your, your bowling in the Plunkett Shield. You can be miserly, can't you, AJs? Eh, yeah, and um, I mean, one of the one of the things about me is uh, I, I try and you know take my wickets through attacking, and and once you get wickets, it's pretty easy to slow the run rate down because the new batsman's not going to come and, and and blast you from ball one. So for me, it's first and foremost still looking at ways to try and take wickets, and um, if I'm trying to do that, then the run rate should take care of itself. 
You'd hope so. You've only played tests here in New Zealand on a couple of occasions, haven't you? Yes, only two against Jamaica. And I believe, I'll just go back into my memory banks here, you didn't take any wickets, did you? No, no. It was, uh, yeah, it was a barren time. <laughs> so did you take, what do you take out of that and apply again? Um, to be honest, I'm still confident um, with what, what I can deliver and what I can bring. Um, I, I, I felt I bowled quite well um, in, in both those games, and it just so happened that uh, one in Wellington uh, flattered out quite a bit, and they built a very good partnership. Um, I believe they batted the whole day without us getting any wickets. And the other one was in Christchurch, uh, where our team attack just um, you know, came in and, and, and did what they do. And I suppose that's the other thing. Being a spinner in New Zealand, sometimes you not you might not see the ball for long periods of time because the the seamers are doing so well. So it's just kind of you know having an understanding of you know when you come on to bowl, what is your role? What are you trying to do? Are you looking to all out attack or are you looking to kind of you know um, be a bit more miserly, I suppose, and and, and hold an end. Uh, so. I feel like I can fulfil both roles, uh, and um, that's something that I feel like I can bring into this environment and into the team. So I'm just going to go out there and do my best and try and try and do what I can do. Do you think you'll actually play? I mean, you're the only spinner in the squad, so you'd think so. But the way you're talking about the base and reserve, would it be entirely surprising if they just ran with a complete seam attack? Um, I wouldn't say it'd be entirely surprising, but at the same time, I guess it all purely depends on the surface and what we. Um, what we're looking at for the the game on Friday, um, but that's a call that the coaches make. And for me, it's just about making sure that I, I still prepare as if I'm playing. And regardless of what happens, then once the call's made, the call's made. But for me, at the moment, I'm I'm approaching the game as if I'm playing and making sure that I'm ready regardless. Well, mate, the, the mere fact that they've given you the telephone and you, you're doing some media at the moment, geez, it's windy where you are, Wellington. Uh, it, it seems to me that you are going to be picked, otherwise they wouldn't put you on the wireless. So I mean, you good luck, Charm Ajax. No, thank you very much. You know better than, better than me, so hopefully you're right. Well, hopefully. Hey, a word on Mitchell Sandner. It's great that you got yourself an opportunity, but Mitch, uh, he must be feeling pretty down on his luck right now. How do you feel about you replacing him in this side after, well, what amounted to a, a pretty damn good test match in, in uh, it wasn't Hamilton, uh, or no, it was the Mount, against the England. Mount, yeah. yeah, in the Mount. Yeah, I suppose, I mean, you know, Mitchie offers something a bit different to me and, and I offer something a little bit different to him. And I, I guess at the end of the day, the selectors make those decisions. Um, but it's good for both of us to have that healthy competition and we can continue to keep pushing ourselves. And also, it's nice for us to both be in the environment as well because it gives us opportunities to talk to each other and continue to grow our game with each other. Um, and me and Mitchie, you know, we've had a lot of conversations in the past and we get on quite well. So it's it's nice to keep pushing each other and, and you know, uh, I suppose through competition you get uh, the best out of people. I had BJ Watling on the show yesterday talking about um, his ability to keep with various types of tweakers, uh, be it guys who spin it one way or t'other or float the ball in the air, and he didn't seem to care too much uh, who was bowling. He'd just get in there and do it. Is it prob- not problematic, but when you've got a keeper maybe you don't work with too much, how does that work with the, your craft? Uh, not too much, no. I, I think um, BJ's got very good gloves and we know he's a great gloveman. So, I mean, there's a lot of confidence in BJ and what he does. Um, so for me, it's just about putting the ball where I need to put it and, and you know, being confident that BJ's going to be able to read me. He's played enough cricket to, to know and um, I suppose I don't really bowl too many extreme mystery balls. So <laughs> I think he's all right. Did you bowl any mystery balls? No. Uh, 
I don't know. I suppose that's for batsmen to figure out whether it's a mystery or whether they can read it. <laughs> um, well, but, oh, no, not, not per se. No, nothing silly.